Hey, everybody, we are back. It's been a minute, but we are the food and beverage. I almost forgot the name. We are the food and beverage <laughs> department podcast. We are your department heads. My name is Harris David. My name is Ruben Dominguez. Yeah, man, it's been a minute. We've been out, uh, we, you know, with the holidays and stuff. It's yeah. kind of hard getting in here. Man, well, listen, our both of our schedules have been pretty crazy to the point where you, you even almost forgot the name of the show. I almost forgot the name of the show. <laughs> That's funny, dude. But the food and beverage podcast is what we call ourselves. We, we are here, food and beverage department. We are back. Did I say We're it wrong? Better than ever. You right. just left out the word department. That's 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 wrong. Then that's wrong. Damn, it's all good. Okay, all, all right. right. Yeah. So uh, we'd be we'd be fools, man, if we didn't if we didn't recap our holiday. We would. We would. It's so, kind of, it's kind of the end of the year episode here, you know. Yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, going along with the same th- similar theme as everything else currently happening in pop culture everyone's coming up with their end of the year lists end of the year end of the decade list top this top that we decided to uh throw together some of yeah, our favorites being the sheeps this. that we are yeah we're we'll, gonna do the we'll same follow, thing we'll man. follow along but first let's recap our holidays real quick like i told you uh, a little earlier man i had a i had an emotional epiphany oh all right um, this, but uh, I'll, get, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you start yours off Go ahead. What? How? How are your holidays, man? Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, after teas like that, mine seems, you know, <laughs> not that great. Uh, it was pretty cool, man. Uh, the gap between Thanksgiving and Christmas was kind of a, a lull. You know, not much going on. My family hosted Christmas Eve and Christmas at uh, my parents' house this year, so there's plenty of food on hand. Yeah. We. I actually did cook ribs. This time around, you did I send did, me a picture. I of did, the practice, yeah. the practice run, right? It was the practice run, and the next day was the actual run. And I was, it was very close. The practice run was all baked. Okay, it was baked for about two hours on two fifty. Ooh, and we pulled them out and uh, threw some sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce on it. Sweet baby Ray's, sweet That's baby a- Ray's, dude. Yeah, dude. there you go. <laughs> I remember when I discovered sweet baby Ray's. Oh man. <laughs> a damn good barbecue sauce. It's very good. It's very <laughs> sweet for those of you out there with a the sweet tooth. So we glazed it up, or I glazed it up, and then popped it back in for another 15 minutes, and they came out perfect. They came out perfect. That was a trial run. And then on, that was Christmas Eve, right, when I sent you that? Yeah. yeah okay. And uh, we still had family over, had a ton of great beers again. Checked my untapped for the whole I list. I did. Oh, man. Your notifications come up on my Twitter. That's when I so, oh, okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> so every, right. I just need to see the first like few words Ruben Dominguez yeah no um, unlocked something badge I'm oh, like oh this was drinking <laughs> yeah well my brother in law Kevin came over and again man we just there's beers to share and then I had gotten I got to give a special shout out to Casey Oliver because she was my secret Santa here at work and she hooked it up with like a twelve pack of just rare and random beers. That's awesome. And they were very good, and I was sharing them. Those are the ones yeah. that I was posting. Yeah, it was good, man. And then we had some of Kevin's beers. I actually went out the day before Christmas Eve and got a six-pack of Van Ice. Okay. And I shared it with Kevin and whatever. He had some words to say about it. He wasn't too thrilled with it, but, <laughs> you know. But, it's it, a beer it, that tastes like beer, man. Yeah. He <laughs> he was just surprised that I gave it like anything higher than a four on Untapped because it was a light lager. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Teeth to run. Exactly, dude. I had no problem doing it. Uh, so uh, that was it for Christmas Eve. I took a nap. I took a fat nap. Yeah, your sleep's rare for you. For those, for those, for everyone. Because why would you know this? Yeah, Ruben doesn't get much sleep. I well, my sleeping schedule <laughs> is bad because I wake up at four in the morning every day to get to work at five. Yeah. And I'm usually not in bed until midnight anyways. This guy parties, guys. <laughs> I do it this right. Guy parties. Yeah. And so what I normally do is take a nap at some point during the day. And I, I took a nap from like six, and then I woke up at nine, and then just got drunk from nine to midnight. No, from nine to like one a.m. That sounds great. Dude. It was pretty good. And that then, sounds great, if you, <laughs> even if you have a normal sleep schedule. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. And then, uh, so Christmas Day came around. My sister and my brother-in-law took off, and then I had a different sister come in. Uh, she brought her kids over, and again, that trial that trial run where we baked them. Uh, later that day, I got actually. Um, on as a matter of fact, on Christmas Day, I was kind of talked into boiling them for two hours, Ooh. and then pulling them off, glazing them, and then grilling for another like twenty thirty minutes to get a, a a fall off the bone kind of crispy top layer. And I didn't end up doing that. Thank I God, boiling. Yeah, yeah no. Boiling them just makes them really tender. It I, makes it easy to fall off. But I, look, the. 
the recipe we stuck with worked. Okay. Because, yeah. I mean, because you let told me, me you, let, well, let so me tell you, Yeah, let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what Who happened. Who recommended this? I was Lewis, by the way. He's done them like that, and I've had his. I know he's listening. Like no, <laughs> no to boiling beef, man. So, what we ended up doing uh, on Christmas Day, after we had done, we had we'd cooked the ribs again, right? And then the leftovers from Christmas Eve were refrigerated. And then we brought them back out and reheated them in the oven at the same temperature for a shorter amount of time. Mm-hmm. Pulled them out, and I couldn't get a knife halfway through cutting one of those before it fall it fell apart. Yeah. So it, it almost felt like reheating them in the oven did them a better service than actually cooking them okay. the first day. Like, they were better upon reheating. A lot, dude, it's weird if a lot of foods are yeah, better reheated. Yeah, yeah. I, I was a crazy, a crazy epiphany, if you want to call it for me. But that was my Christmas Eve, my Christmas Day. Uh, not too much going on. We hung out, exchanged gifts. Not a lot of uh, hoopla, not a lot of uh, fanfare going on. It was really low-key. Yeah, New Year's, New Year's Eve for us Latinos. New, New Year's Eve is the day. Christmas. Sorry, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Jesus, I got the name wrong. <laughs> Man, Podcast your, wrong. Your calendar's all over the place right now. Dude. I haven't even sipped this mezcal that you just gifted us here. <laughs> That's Christmas right. Eve, but Christmas. also New Year's Eve is the day too. But hey, Christmas Eve for us Latinos is the day, right? It is. That's the day we celebrate more so than the actual Christmas Day itself. Because they believe that the lead up to it, when the clock strike, strikes midnight, you know, you stay up till midnight and then you ring in Christmas Day. All right. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> I did. I was drunk ringing in Christmas Day. I'm not going to lie. All right. Okay. All right. I had a good time. Nice, man. Well, like I said, um, well, not like I said, I, I, we, we made tamales as a family the Sunday before, so what, the 20th? Nice. Um, my grandma uh, can no longer do it, so she watches and kind of just judges us from the side. There you go. Um, but yeah, man, we set up a table in the living room. It's my mom got us these cool, uh, aprons. I did, the, squad on I did them. see the matching aprons. Uh, that was dude, funny. it was fun. It's it's this is the second year in a row where we're I've where you know as a family we've come together and did it. Um, but like, yeah, like I said, man, I had an emotional kind of ordeal happen as my as my aunt was making the meat or you know yeah making the meat. It it wasn't tasting the same. There was something missing, and dude, growing up, there was always a huge jar of this powdered chili. Right. Okay, yeah. Um, later, you know, later I find out that that's my grandma's like go to in everything. Oh no! In way. everything that there's there's some of that in there, right? Yeah. And it, it was always there. It was always in the back of the fridge, and you know now that my it, it, my grandma would bring it from Mexico, and I I don't know what chile it is. Mm-hmm. Um, her memory's gone, so I asked her, and she kind of just like nodded, and I'm like, yeah, all okay. right. But it kind of also she smirked at me like she didn't want to tell me either. Ah, she was playing coy. Like, um, all right. but yeah, dude, she would come back from Mexico with jars of this stuff. So it was, dude, it's been in the fridge since, you know, it's been a part of her cooking forever, you know. Yeah. Um, like that jar probably predates me. I don't know. It probably predates me. <laughs> anyway, so my fast forward, my grandma or my aunt's making this meat, and we're you know we're tasting it, and it's done, mind you, but the, just the flavor isn't right. And we're adding. We added a little salt, a little garlic salt. Nothing. Wait, what meat was this that you guys? Were uh, it's a combination of pork and beef. The, okay. the shredded, the, the tamale filling. Okay. And, you know, she she did everything the way my grandma did it. She, you know, the, in the chili in the chili sauce and all that stuff. It just it was missing something. And I'm like, dude, what? You know, what is it? She's like, you know what? I don't. We don't have any more of grandma's chili. Oh. And I'm like, dude, that's it. It was missing that first initial like my grandma's meat has always been very spicy. Yeah. Um so it was it had a slow back end burn but it didn't have that zing. Like as soon as you bite into it, it was like, "Oh, that's hot." You know, it it was missing that initial zing. And that's what that chili brings to everything. And I'm like, there's no way. Like, you know, when we I remember the last time we used it was my mom was making pozole and I took some to her house. And so it's got to be at my mom's house. So I call my mom. She's like, "No, I don't have it here." I open the fridge. It did. It's in the back of the fridge. It's there, my grandma. She's though. got. So I'm like, Titi, like this is what it's missing, and she's like, Oh, dude, starts you know. So I season it up. So I I add a scoop of that, a little bit of water, and then kind of start pouring it as she's as she's mixing it with her hands. Mm-hmm. Taste it. I'm like, Dude, it's not there. 
But it's we're getting, getting there. We're getting there. All right, all but right. mind you, dude, like it's this big jar, and there's probably only maybe like a cup of this powder left. left. Yeah. Is there is there any way you can figure out what it is or how to get more? It's gonna do. Like it's gonna, it's got, gonna take. It's some gonna take digging. some homework. Okay, yeah. Okay. Probably have to call some family in Mexico. Probably yeah. have to. It's not gonna be as simple as like no, oh just going no, no, buy no, no, it. No, yeah. Like this is straight from Mexico. Like I don't even know. Someone probably are you allowed to even bring? I don't even. You can hear. bring spices. Yeah, you can bring you stuff. Can bring okay. Spice. I think there's a the meat and fruit are like the okay. one thing they have a problem with. Okay. So, so yeah, it, it would probably take someone visiting from Mexico to get more of this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're adding it. We finally get it, dude. It finally tastes. We finally right. get it. it finally we used right. a lot of it, but as I was putting this jar back in the fridge, I'm like, dude. And this is like where the I kind of got emotional. My aunt kind of like called me out on it. I'm like, dude, chill. But I, <laughs> but honestly, if I was gonna narrow down an ingredient to like all of our childhoods, me, my mom, my aunt, my uncles, my late grandfather, like. Dude, this is it. This it. is the common denominator. This is what we all had for years and forever and kind of just took it for granted. And here it is, and it's running out. And, like, I got a little, like, teary-eyed, man. Like, Damn, this is bro. this you're is the it, end of you're, something. You're making this sound like the flower, that the petal, rose petals are coming off the flower in Beauty and the Beast. Kind of. Snow White, which kinda, one is it? Uh, one yeah, it's Beauty yeah. and the Beast, okay, the, yeah. the rose petal. Dude, I mean, I... I don't care about the beast, but you know, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, dude. So I'm, so as I'm putting it in the fridge, I'm like, dude, this may, this is, this is for sure the last time we're gonna have this in a batch of tamales, like one more batch of posola, and that stuff is gone. Oh man, dude. So yeah, dude, I, I did kind of get emotional, and it, it kind of. That, that, but it, that just goes to show you how much it means to you, dude. It's not just a throwaway ingredient. Right. You literally grew the up taste, on it. Yeah, you grew up on it, so it literally the taste. Wasn't the same. Right. You couldn't move on past that until you figured it out. Right, right. Like, this is how much it means. Like, I don't want people to think, oh, it's just a jar of something. No, this is like a lifetime of memories of food. Like, it's that important. Why wouldn't you shed a tear? I agree. And it went in everything. Yeah, dude. Everything, man. Her enchilada. Like, dude, obviously everyone always thinks their grandma or their mom's food is the best. And, of course, yeah, I, dude. I, like my, way, my, my mom's food is the best. Yeah, exactly. But like in reality, my grandma's food is better than everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes aside, that but that that that's how important that jar of you know ground chili is, I man. Don't, I don't doubt it for one. But minute, that is yeah. also the like the power of food, man. Look, we're doing oh, a podcast 100%. about food here. Like yeah. if anyone who is not into like it would call us nerds or whatever. Yeah, but dude, dude pa- food is one of those things that. Takes you back oh, somewhere. It transports you, know, you. dude. Yeah, it, on every sense. It transcends time and location. Yeah, because one taste of something, one sip of something, will put you back in a time and place of when you remember that. Mm-hmm. And clearly, that jar of spice does that for you for most holiday food, most foods that your grandmother most, would dude, cook. All, all her food. Sorry, all her meals. Huge Homemade meals. Mexican food. Okay. She, you know, she messed around with spaghetti and stuff like that. She yeah, didn't do of course. It. But like her enchilada sauce, her mole, her, ev- dude, her every, everything yeah. that she brought from Mexico and those foods involved in some way that chili powder. It's a tall order to get more of those, <laughs> but I think you can do it, man. I think so. You're going to have to I, check it down. One yeah, way, I have to. I have yeah. to. But enough emotional enough of the emotional stuff, right? right yeah. We had tamales, Christmas. Tamale squad what was it? T- they tamale squad, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I had so many. Times. Me and my aunt, it was like we were having a competition. Like, we just kept. <laughs> if if I wasn't in the in the kitchen reheating one, she was in there, and the vice versa. Yeah, man, you got and part of the cooking process is eating as tasting oh, as you dude. go along, dude. Come I on. did. I did my annual tamale selfie with my brother this year. There you go. I um, saw that. Well, dude, what is your go-to way of reheating a tamale? Uh, the only way, uh, okay, the go-to way, the, the preferred method. No, what's your? No, I don't want preferred, most ideal. When you're when you want a tamale, what is the way you reheat it? <sighs> Damn, the, the the easiest way you can microwave. I mean, but that sucks because it takes everything out but of it. I don't care. Okay, How here's do do here's it? my go-to method. Here's what I 100 exactly what I do. I will cut it in half. Uh huh. Like slice it down the middle. Like I'm not talking about chop it in half so you have two halves. I'm saying like you cut it through the middle, okay. you slice it, 
So now you got two halves, like long lengthwise halves. Okay. And then I put it on like the same griddle that I, we use to cook, um, so, like tortillas. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. That's all yeah. you need to say. That's okay. Yeah. Tell you. That's what. That's tell, what I would do. To all you caving out there, microwaving your tamales. Ah, look, just dude. take an extra couple of minutes know, and just put man. it on tamal, man. Look, I, I get it. If you want a tamal like in the next ten seconds, 20, 30 seconds, yeah, or, go use that microwave. Or, or but it's gonna suck the life out of it. Right. Or if you're at yeah. work and reheating, you have no choice sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But if you if if you got, if you have access to a little flat pan or a grill, yeah. you cut it. Or Try even just things, cut, man. you know turn I, up the I heat a little in, bit. I do it in the I do it in the husk so I can. Uh, crisp, up, uh, oh, okay. crisp up the husk. Never done that. And yeah, yeah. just peel them off. You know, yeah. and I it's always, cooked all the way through. And if I don't, yeah, because also if I don't slice it down the middle, if I'll keep it whole, mm-hmm. I'll just turn the flame up really high and kind of crisp the bottom edge, of yeah. the, the edges. So are, I know that the inside's got. Are nice yours and or does your family make them like thick? The tamales? Yeah. No, not at all. Oh. My mom hates. Well, she's the one who makes them, so my mom doesn't like. It's really weird because I'm the opposite way. She doesn't like them super fat. I do, but I do because that's when you know it has a lot of filling. And my mom, by the same token, doesn't like a lot of filling because she thinks it takes away from the flavor of the masa. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, I get it. But like, throw, you know, give the drummer some, you know, like let's let's get no, some in there. I think we, our, our yeah. my grandmother and your mom, they yeah, they share that. No, I, yeah. Very and conservative believe, with the very conservative with yeah. the ingredients. Yeah. And I also believe that they're doing it the right way. I'm just a fat boy, and I want more filling in there. But that know? just means you eat more of tamales. <laughs> 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 Anyways, dude. Tamales is one of the best holiday foods you it can is, get. Yeah, it is, yeah. It literally reminds me of Thanksgiving, of Christmas Eve, of Christmas Day. In the past, I haven't seen this done very recently, but in the past, there's been like tamale making sessions either at my house or one of my aunts or mm-hmm. one of my cousins where we have enough tamales to last us up until like New Year's Day. Yeah, like I've I, still th- have, I've I still have New Year's Day. about yeah. 15 tamales oh, in my fridge right that's now it's a, a solid well okay but we also made our batch before thanksgiving oh uh, okay okay so i gotta be honest with you by the time christmas came around we were done we were done with tamales christmas okay. day we finished them i was kind of getting to the point where i was like i can't take any more tamales right now because i was eating the tamale a day dude. yeah 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 i was eating a tamal every day if it wasn't you know a peppers and cheese it was pork if it wasn't pork Ooh. it was beef if it wasn't beef I haven't had a, a, a pineapple. Or I don't. I don't like the sweet time. ones. I'll say this: I used to love them. I haven't had one in a long time. I don't know how I'll react to it now. Okay, so getting tired of it, for lack of a better word, getting yeah, over them. It's getting old. Yeah. Um, I want to talk real quick about uh, using tamales as leftovers. I don't know if you saw my post on Instagram I did, about. I did, yeah. You know, you can keep your Thanksgiving turkey sandwich. I don't want that. I saw. Give it. me a couple tamales with two fried eggs over the top. Sprinkle some cheese on there. Didn't you have some tortillas on that too? Nah, nah. Because no, uh, you the masa is already uh, the masa is already. I thought there. I saw something covered. Those are the eggs. Those are the eggs. Two okay. fried eggs. Okay. With the yolk still runny, and you just cut that up. It's like oh. tamale. It's like oh. tamale chilaquiles almost. Like yeah. if you want to compare it to something. And you throw some salsa on top of that. Come uh, on. Tapatio sauce. Yeah. Tapatio sauce. Yeah. Whatever you got. Yeah. Dude. Not bad. Not that, bad at that's all. That's a great way to like not. You know, just start switching it up. For dinner, I would do tamales with some El Pato sauce over the top. It's tomato Bam. sauce, right? Cheese. Yeah. There you go. Maybe a dollop, forgive me, but a, maybe a dollop of sour cream. That's not bad. Dude, you have yourself, you Dude, know? <laughs> sour cream, I think sour cream on a tamal is underrated. Oh, yeah. Underrated. Gro- People like to put salsa and you know, mix it up with different things. Like, just like you said, a dollop of sour cream. I remember when I used to live in Lenox, there was a, we used to have a fair, a carnival um, during the weekend of Cinco de Mayo, and there was this one vendor every year who also had a truck. But anyway, every year they'd had a, they had a tamale uh, vendor, and they used to hook it up. So you get your plate, and it'd be like three decent sized tamales, sour cream, shredded lettuce over the top, yeah. and their own their own salsa, like their house made stuff. Yeah, and ever since then, I'm like, dude, sour cream like oh, yeah. belongs there. Oh yeah, but like, I yeah, agree. talk about transporting, dude. Bam, I'm right now Back like to that at carnival, Lenox Park. Right? Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so cool. yeah, dude. So holidays, it's all about the tamale, right? That's all, all. That's the only thing king. I want to unwrap. King. Yeah, it's king. Look, I, and I'm gonna say one more thing. <laughs> There's been holiday seasons where my family, for whatever reason, doesn't get together or it just doesn't happen. Everyone's too busy for some reason, and it's not the same. It's not the same. It's just one of those things where it's like, man, I'm used to having a tamale right here. Or, you know, 
even there's been times where we would order them like through a store or through like an individual who would make them and it's just yeah they're good and yeah they're a part of the festivities but they mean just a little bit more when they're made in someone's home by the people you know because they know they took care and pride in making them because their families were going to eat them yeah dude tamales i'll take tamales any day oh I don't care who makes them, even if they're in the store. <laughs> no, but even then, like, it, if it's like, you know, if not, I'm not going to say factory, but like assembly line, mm-hmm. like, you know, a, a big spot or something, a big place that's going to make them. Yeah. I don't care for the ones with like chicken bones and stuff in there, or olives. I don't, I don't like those. I've never had an olive. Is that like South line. American uh, c- cultures kind of? Yeah, I know for a fact. I had an ex girlfriend who's Guatemalan. And uh, her mom would make them with a whole a whole uh, drumstick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nah, man, I want to be able to bite whole right right through that thing. That's funny. Clean bite. You know, and I don't know where these came from, but they just showed up. I should find out where they came from. We had, I, don't, I guess they could be, I don't vegan. I don't know, or maybe even vegetarian, probably. But they were tamales, and they was just spinach, just spinach okay. leaves, but not like in the middle as a filling. Like throughout the masa, like the masa was was made with spinach leaves. That's something I. That's something I tried. And they were pressed down to about maybe a quarter inch thick, but about like a rectangle size, you know. Okay. It's not bad. If I have some more, I'll bring some in, dude. And I, yeah. I'd, I, I'd be a jerk if I didn't mention my Puerto Rican family and their pasteles. Uh, it's a, it's, it's tamale, it's Puerto Rican tamale, but yeah. it's plantain instead of uh, corn. For um, the masa. For the masa, yeah, oh, all wrapped right. in a banana leaf. So, Puerto Ricans out there, dude. I didn't get one this year. I'm kind of bummed. <laughs> but, yeah, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the Puerto Rican pastel. Where where can you get a Puerto, a Puerto Rican pastel? Like, if it's not homemade, like, who makes a good one out there? The homies at Triple Threat Truck. Oh, no way. Take orders, I believe. I don't think they I don't think they serve them. They may not carry them with them? Like, yeah, I think you have to put in orders. Okay. But for sure, That makes sense. It's do. something and difficult they, to put together. The last time I had one, I think not, yeah, last year, they were they reminded me of yeah. Grandma from Puerto Rico I for sure. It. All right. I believe it, man. So All right. holidays are over, man. Wait, holidays let's get into this. Let's get into these these wrap ups. All right, finally. All the cool kids are doing let's here. Do it. Right? Yeah, let's be we part of the our, cool kids. We club. have our best of our favorites of the year. Our favorites. Ruben. Our favorites. I think we did a good job here. Uh we're gonna start off with the best meal we had. Uh yeah, let, let's do it. Best meal. Best meal. You go first. I know we've mentioned it a lot over the past few months. But uh, birria has been huge for yes. me. Yes, 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 yes. You're right. Um, so I'm gonna go with uh, Papi's tacos and Ooh. churros over um, in my neck of the woods, off of Jefferson. Um, they have their uh, their OG plate. Mm-hmm. It's um, quesadilla, a queso taco, a regular taco, and a mulita. All birria with the consomme. Their OG plate runs about 15 bucks. Hey, Dude, that's a plate. fire. That's a, a plate. fire plate. It's a plate. It's a fire plate. Be- that you know that red hue in the tortilla. How'd you come across this, um, dude? It's right by my house. I've told okay. the story. It used to be Taco Window, and it was ran by some French guy, and it was terrible. And then I saw this new spot pop you up. You did tell me this story. Yeah, I did. I remember and this, this new place popped up, and Birria is really huge because with, with LA Birria right there, oh, and now this spot. Crazy, yeah, but yeah, dude. I'd be, you know, I'd be a fool if I didn't yeah. mention birria in my list of favorite meals. So, yeah, that's my favorite meal. All right. That's cool. That's a good one, man. Look, Poppy's has been showing up in my timeline a mm-hmm. lot more. Mm-hmm. So they're getting very active on their social media. And that only leads me to believe, I mean, not just your story now, but, like, since they've opened, they're only blowing up. Yeah. It's a damn good place, dude. Good, good. That's nice. All right. Well, my best meal is one that I told you about. A while back, I had invited you to go with me to this dinner tasting. It was kind of like a creative chef mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, specialty kind of thing. I don't want to give too much away because I, I do when when we go to one, when we go to another one, when I bring you along with me, I wanna I wanna talk about this a little more in depth. But it's an opportunity I got and a few people got to go to a restaurant on an off day, and this restaurant was Jaffa, and it's on West Third. And now the sad thing about Jaffa is that it is now closed. Yeah, it sucks. It was a very modern, what did I say, Israeli restaurant. And they were doing... Israeli, Mediterranean. Mediterranean, yeah. Israeli restaurant. And they were doing a lot of good food there. And and Jaffa was a representation of that that area in this time. Did you hear that? 
No, I burped. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. no. I, 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 I didn't. Mean, it was one of those like no, inside burps. I, I heard that, but before you burped, there was like a like if they're drilling downstairs. Oh, again. probably. Okay. So well, yeah, if please you hear, use the construction. Yeah, if they're building our our brand burps. new studio downstairs. <laughs> Not our studio. <laughs> a studio. They're building a studio downstairs. Yeah. So if you guys hear some drilling or some construction, it's it's just that. And if you hear a burp, it's probably hers. pardon the mess. <laughs> All right. So Jaffa. I went to Jaffa and. I had a meal that wasn't necessarily on the menu. It was kind of an experiment for the chef to try a couple things out. And she did bring out some really cool things that she got a lot of good feedback from. And I think she added them to the menu. Unfortunately, we are kind of at the whim of the economy. Well, the restaurant industry is at the, is at the hands of, of what's in or what works or what doesn't work. And unfortunately, it did not, it did not survive. So did you drop? The bottle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't, and I didn't want it to leak, so I just picked it up. So Jaffa, Jaffa, unfortunately, if you guys if you guys didn't get a chance to go there, feel free to try any other Mediterranean restaurant. Look, it's a lot more than just kebabs and hummus. Trust me. There's calamari salads that are great with some of those tastes. So just, you know, get out there, do something different, try it, try anything. But that was my favorite meal because it was experimental. Yes, there was lamb, and yes, there was hummus, and the calamari salad was the one thing she experimented with that eventually made it to yeah. the to the menu. But couscous was on one of the dishes, and it was just so many good things that I wouldn't have gone and done on my own. Right, right. It took an event like that for you me did, to go do like, it. Yeah, I remember yeah. you coming back, and you're like, dude, it was. I totally stepped out of my comfort zone yeah, with this one. and for sure. That's sure. awesome. I, and I was rewarded for it, too. Yeah, we it should. It was really cool. You know, we as a... People should do, do that. that do that Get out of your comfort yeah, zone, exactly, right? Exactly. All right, so that's my best meal, dude. What do we got next? All right. Best food festival. Ah, this is a good one. Best food festival. Go first. What hat am I wearing right now? <laughs> <laughs> I see the hat. <laughs> dude, the Hundreds Family South. Well, I, I have, sorry, I have a tie. I have a tie. Well, not a tie. Like a very close. You can do a first, a, and, very, do a, first a, and a very close Like second. an honorable mention. I'll let that, but I'll let a, that yeah, go. Yeah, dude, the Hundreds Family Style Fest. Family Style Food Festival. It I like it. combined everything that I like. You know how much I love food. Obviously, you know how much I love food. Food, number you one. You know how much I love clothes and hats. Streetwear. Streetwear. Yeah. Pop culture. It's very well represented. Well, it's also put together by, you know. Some the like, Hundreds. Exactly. What, like my favorite brand, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's literally the lifestyle brand yeah. that we enjoy very much mm -hmm. so 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 not only was it the combination of those my favorite things but also we got i got a chance to try prince street pizza out of new york for the first time it yeah uh which is had, on our instagram by the way you can yeah, go check that yeah, out yeah. with beverage department uh, dude cato like a lot of restaurants that i you know as la foodies as we consider yeah. ourselves we should but dude sometimes you know just stuff isn't in our price range or 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 not or, in our area not in our area or where'd that prince where'd that prince street come from prince street is out of new york exactly see there's out go. of new york but i'm saying like there, are, there were a lot of la eateries that you know just they, they're not <laughs> we're, just, we're not it's they're true. we're not yeah. privy to you know uh, yeah i don't have the wallet a size to get up there yeah you know? or, or the status for some of these restaurants it Yo, is you know it is it's a hard thing. to get a table at these places man. um so yeah dude to combine that the accessibility to some of these restaurants was far you know dude it was so cool just so cool yeah. um i discovered so many new people that i follow and now listen to podcasts of and it was just a beautiful on all dude sensory overload just great yeah. Just a great experience all around. Like, it sounds like you had a lot of fun there, First man. year, first year uh, festival, ran smoothly. It took a minute to get in, but dude, come on. You live in L.A., get used to lines. Stop complaining about it. Yeah, dude, the hundreds. I can't wait for next year. Please do it again. That'd be dope. Uh, and my very, very close second, it's one that I've gone to the last four years. It's hands down my favorite every year. Or not hands down, <laughs> family style was this year. <laughs> but but it, it's up there. It's but always it's up what, there. You said you've gotten multiple times. So eat, I mean, drink, I, vegan, man. I love eat, drink, vegan. I'm not a vegan myself. I do enjoy the hell out of some vegan food. But yeah, eat, drink, vegan will always be at the top of a favorite food festival list for me. I'm not sure if I've talked about it, but the fried chicken, like vegan chicken sandwiches are always a go-to yeah. for me. Um, You've mentioned the consistency of the them consistency is way better. The consistency is yeah. what, I'm all, yeah. all, what I'm about. Uh, it's it's just weird. It not weird. It's it's cool to see these chefs experiment with stuff and see what comes out and how it tastes so close to the real thing. It's it's more 
it's a whole like the science behind it is fascinating to me. So yeah, when I'm standing in line for a chicken sandwich and I'm like, holy crap, like I think I prefer this more than a real chicken sandwich. <laughs> that's when you know like, it's that's a good crazy, one. you know? Yeah. So yeah, dude, eat drink vegan. Eat drink vegan. Always that's a always a, always a, always up there for me. Got it, got it. All right. Well, I'm gonna pick one that's kind of off the beaten path here. So my best food festival, even though it wasn't strictly dedicated for food, that's where I've had some of the best food this year. And I'm going to go with the Thai New Year Festival that was held in Hollywood. Nice. Okay. Yeah, it was held on Hollywood. They closed streets off. The coolest thing was I was able to get there on the red line. Okay. And I stopped. I can't remember on what stop it was, but literally came up out of the stairs, out of the station, and the festival was like street level right there. I had some of the best banh mi's I've had in a very long time. I had something that I didn't think I can get a gigantic order of, <laughs> which was just crispy chicken skins. <laughs> that blew my mind. I had some really dope <laughs> lobster cake rolls. I had, um, it was just an amazing, it was one of those things where everyone I went with got a different food item mm-hmm. and we just shared it amongst ourselves. Because we all wanted to try something different. So that was the coolest thing about it. Um, they had Muay Thai boxing. There was a giant Muay Thai ring set up on the street, and you can just watch it there. They were having fights. It was just fun. It was fun to have me and my friends get to experience a New Year's Day festival for a completely different culture. But not only that, we enjoyed a lot of their food. What I did is I kept away from the normal Thai food that are my go-tos, the pad thai, right. the pad siu, things like that. The normal noodle dishes I, I stayed away from. And it blew my mind. I'll be honest with you. I'm going to go back to these chicken skins. It blew my mind. You had me a chicken skin. Yeah. It blew my mind <laughs> that I can get a giant order of chicken, chicken skins, just skins. And somewhere in the back of my head was a thought of like, what do they do with the rest of the breast? Like, what, what, where does it go? <laughs> and I'm like, ah, it's probably Popeye's chicken or something. But... Just the fact, like, an order of just chicken skins that blew me away. And it felt like I was breaking the law because (laughs) as a kid, like, my parents were always like, no, you got to eat the whole thing. You can't just eat the chicken skin. Like, come on, the rest of the meat's going to go bad. And all I wanted was the skin, but all I had was skin, so I was in a great place. It was a lot of fun. I think the Thai New Year Festival for me was the best food festival. Like the episode of South Park where Carvin's only eating the KFC skins? (laughs) 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 Oh, Dope. Man. I like that you went, okay. Yeah. All right. I went off the beaten path a little bit. So that's my best, my favorite food festival this year. Awesome. So we're sticking to festivals. Let you go first on this one. Okay. Best beer festival. Best beer festival. I went to very early in this year in April. I went to the 2019 LA Beer Festival. And that was held at LA Center Studios. Mm-hmm. And it was, I'll be honest with you, it was, it was maybe a week or two before the Thai New Year Festival. So I went with some friends that I hadn't gone to anywhere. I actually met, okay, it was a group of four of us, and I met two of the people there. I'd never met them before, never hung out with them before. But it was a great experience because I got to hang out with different people in a different environment. Like, I very rarely have I gone to a festival with someone I don't know and get to meet some people there at a beer festival, find out what they like to drink, you know. It's kind of like a little sparring match of like, oh, really, you like that? How about this? Oh, really, you like yeah. that? How about this? It's, it wasn't That's it wasn't, fun. It wasn't a one-up, but it was like, oh, if you like this, let me introduce you to this over mm-hmm. here. And so I had a couple good conversations with the people that I met there with, and we hung out and had fun. It was cool. I ate the grilled cheese truck there. Uh-huh. It was a lot of fun. Oh, grilled cheese truck. That, that was fire. They're a staple Especially of Especially drinking. Fest. Yeah. Dr- yeah. It's, the, it's the perfect combination of a food when you're just getting a, drunk at yeah, a beer festival. Yeah, a bunch yeah. of beer-soaked bread oh, and cheese. God, it was so full. <laughs> and we went, okay, so most, if you've never been to one of these festivals, the beer festivals, for the most part, have two sessions, a day session and an afternoon session. We went to the afternoon session, so by the time we're leaving, it's getting dark. And I was drinking all day, so I didn't want to drive home right away. The coolest thing was that one of the girls that went, uh, she had an apartment right across the street. So guess where we went to go and hang out and sober up and ordered pizza and hung out by the <laughs> pool. And it was a hot, it was a hot evening. Nice. So like we were just enjoying ourselves, man. It was just cool. So, you know, part of it was meeting new people. Part of it was going to the actual beer festival there. And then part of it was afterwards, you know, trying to sober up to get home. You know, you're hanging out with someone and you're just more cool people hanging yeah. out. Yeah, so for me, that was it. That was a, It was a 2019 LA Beer Festival at LA Center Studios. Dope. For me, it was a, 
it was a festival that you and I and my girlfriend Allie made a day out of. Oh, what a day it was! What too. a hell of a day! Oh, the God. OC Brouhaha, man. We took the train. Yeah. We, we took the train. We took the Metrolink down there. Um, we had breakfast at a spot too. What was um, the name of that place? Oh my it's gosh! Like a chicken, it was chicken, a chicken sandwich place. Oh, so good. Man. But yeah, dude, OC Brouhaha out at what Oak Canyon Park and. Oh, it was kind of in the middle of out nowhere. there, in the middle, of, like past Irvine. It felt out, like we were there. camping, man. It did. It yeah. did. It was cool. It was we got to awesome... see a bunch of cool bands. Yeah, we see the Aquabats out there. We saw we saw uh, Scapesh Mode, Scapesh dude. Mode. Yeah. Are you kidding me? How do you forget that? How do you not lead with that? Save Ferris. Scap- Save Ferris was out um, there. But yeah, dude, I remember Voodoo Glow Skulls, yes. dude. But yeah, it was, dude. It was a great day. It was it perfect was sunny. weather. It yeah, wasn't it was... too hot. No. Um, there was a breeze. There were so, so many beers so out there. I remember vendors. we were trying to get to Brooklyn Brewery, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. we're looking for it. We went and in with the mission. That yeah, was our goal. Yeah, to was hit to that find up. It. And, and, and we, we, felt, we hit every brewery. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> were like, no, no, beer. we'll come back yeah, to that. We'll yeah. come back to that. And then we'd still end up stopping. Yeah, and just I know. Enjoying everything about it. Um, every beer that we had was, like, delicious. It whether was it was good. tiny little breweries or... Well-known yeah. big ones. Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, everything was so... People were cool. I didn't think we saw any fights. And usually, no, you know, beer yeah. beer brings out... Yeah, with a mosh pit and some yeah. beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but no, man, no, it was there was, a, there was a lake on the grounds. Yeah, it was great. cool. There was a carnival. It was so, a lot yeah, of fun. Dude, yeah. The, yeah, just the whole, the whole, that whole day um, was just fantastic. I loved every minute. Yeah. I loved every minute of it. Even, like... <laughs> On the on our way back when we were stuck at the train station because it was almost delayed. two hours. Dude. I didn't care, man. I was just I had one of the fun like most yeah. fun days of you know my life. I couldn't complain. And yeah, yeah. so yeah, OC Brouhaha. OC Brouhaha. They have a lot of so fun. many other ones. Oh, the the Brouhaha. That just the, went down. That just happened. The Halloween. Yeah. The boo ho you know they had so many, <laughs> but um yeah dude yeah, great event that's that put on one. by our homies at you know the well, slide not, bar not put guys, on right? but yeah. but our homies at slide bar are heavily involved in that and they um, did a good job they had Brooklyn yeah. Brewery there dude yeah 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 once we found Brooklyn this is my favorite part once we found Brooklyn Brewery. We didn't move more than a hundred feet yeah. from that stand. <laughs> yeah. We may have gone to Bear Republic, which was right next yeah. to it. We may have gone to like a couple behind it. That whole little island of we stayed there, and it was, was in the sh- on the shade, yeah, under a big that. tree. But uh, I think everyone in that row, there was like probably a five. Remember little, what five I tell you? I was, it was like a murderer's there? row yeah. of breweries right there. Yeah. It was Brooklyn. It was, it was Bear. It was a couple others that I can't remember because. Yeah. We had too much. We stuck around. We didn't move. Like once we, and it was funny because we already, like, looking for it, we had to hit everything up yeah, already. <laughs> yeah, it was literally the last little island of breweries yeah. we went to. And we just stuck around. Yeah. Which, all right. Three so, Weavers was in that murder Three Weavers, row three right weavers yeah. were. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That was a good time. That was a good time. They had a purple beer. Yeah. That was good. That's going to come up. That's going to come all up. All right. Today. All right. Yeah. All right. So we're moving on from festivals. Okay. Best restaurant. You want? I'll go first. You go first. Yeah. All right, so um, as you know, Ruben, I did work out at Coachella for a month this past April. You did, And yeah. I was introduced to TKB, a bakery deli out there in Indio, according to, I forgot what publication, but they are the best deli in America, I think 2018? I was like, <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, I just saw uh, Ruben pull the rest of his mezcal. I didn't made expect the that. the cutest face. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, TKB, this dope little deli out, out in Indio. It's a staple for anyone working out there. But okay, I had, cool. I'm to pull this up real quick. It's called the Trump. And it has nothing to do with Donald Trump. Okay. It was the sandwich before he was even anything. But it's a turkey, salami, Bacon, pepper jack cheese, avocado, mayonnaise, mustard, lettuce, tomato, onion, jalapenos, and potato chips. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and that's on a jalapeno focaccia roll. Um, that's all on one That's one, one sandwich, my friend. Oh my God. However, it sounds like it'd be huge, yeah. but it's compressed down to, you don't have to get lockjaw taking a bite out of this thing. <laughs> you don't have to dislocate it, it like a yeah, snake. Yeah, dude, it's that's it's funny. I love sandwich. You know I love sandwiches. Oh, come on, so bro. It'd be you're crazy talking if- to the connoisseur of sandwiches <laughs> over here, man. No. No, you're not. <laughs> what are you talking about? That was my old Instagram. Was like, Condiment no. sandwich. <laughs> Instagram. Um, yeah, dude. So, and it, I think the rarity of it for me is what 
makes it my number oh, one. Oh yeah, that that plays into it for sure. I'm because it's not somewhere you can't like, just hey, go man, down the street. And yeah, get let's one, go yeah. down the street and get this. Or even you know some places. It's an hour drive. No, no. This is what, like yeah. three, four hour drive out there. And aside from that, there's no other there's reason no, to go. Yeah, out there's no. There. Unless it's April and you're going yeah. out for the festival, oh, yeah. there's really nothing. It's not on the way to anything. No. There's. I mean, unless you're going to Arizona. I'm not. Yeah, who's the hell <laughs> not going to Arizona anytime soon? So, yeah, man. TKB and uh, runner up. And I just had them. I just had them. All right. Uh, this, past sun, this past Saturday. Hotville Chicken just opened up. Ooh. I'm I'm writing an article for krock.com at the moment. Go. All right. Uh, but yeah, Hotville Chicken. It's Kim Prince of the world famous Prince family, like the originators of Nashville Hot Chicken. All right. She now has a spot on Crenshaw, right behind the Baldwin Hills Shopping Center. Oh, dude, this is stone's throw from where you live. Dude. I I can walk there if yeah. I have to, if I have to. But yeah, man. So TKB Hotville Chicken, my best, re- my favorite right. restaurants of the year. Cool. That's a that's gonna be one to one to beat for sure. All right, I'll go next. Mine is gonna be Sloan's in Valley Village. That's what the place is called. It's called Sloan's. Mm-hmm. It's kind of tiny. It's very unassuming when you walk in. There's just you know it doesn't look like much. It's got you know some 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 bushes in front and there's a door you walk in. Only the the foyer when you walk into the little like kind of waiting area up front is open air. Okay. There's walls, to, you know, so you don't see the street or anything. And the roof that's missing has kind of like vines on it. It's kind of covered by a little bit of shrubbery, but it's not completely blocked off. So you can still see the sky or the clouds or the sun, whatever, and a bunch of light comes in. And that natural light that comes into the rest of the restaurant is actually very cool looking. Because the further you go back into this place, it gets darker. But the natural light still makes it look good. Now, it's kind of a kickback place. It's not fancy at all it's not in a super fancy neighborhood it's in valley village and it's right on laurel canyon but the food there and the service is what makes this place my favorite for 2019 man because as soon as you walk in the i don't know this owner's name because i only went once but the dude walks up to you right away i don't know 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 but he's the one that usually greets you and I saw him do this throughout the whole time we was there. He was the one walking up and greeting people and asking how many people and asking where they prefer. And he would sit you down and he'd make sure a waitress would come over right away. And halfway through our meal, he came over and checked on us and made sure everything was cool. He asked if, you know, we'd been there before or if we're hoping to come back. I'm sure he was trying to get repeat business, mm-hmm. obviously. But this was kind of right before the craze of the chicken sandwich. Okay. And mind you, I went to this place the day after the Pasadena Daydream Festival. Oh, yeah. so I had had a day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was a whole day spent. Food hits right after, oh, an, yeah. after like a festival. Oh, so man. That, that festival was just took it out of us. Like all day, we were just on our feet. Mm-hmm. We were walking. There's drinking. There was you know dirt. There's dust everywhere. So that next day, you you kind of you want to relax. You want something to replenish you. I had there a big old chicken sandwich, and let me tell you, it's a big old fried chicken <laughs> sandwich. It just hit right. It was right when the, the chicken sandwich craze was was happening. And so it, it was cool to get one from a place that does it and not mass produces them, but makes them and takes time, uses maybe a little bit better quality ingredients to make it. And it just hit the spot. So for that, I'm saying Sloan's, Sloan's. in Valley Village is my best restaurant. Yeah, take me there. Take sure, me there. We'll go. We'll go there. Yeah, for sure. All right. Moving on from restaurants. Our favorite bar, man. Go ahead. Our favorite bar. I'm going to say my favorite bar was in Palm Springs for a bachelor party that we went out there to. And my buddy Chewy, you've met Chewy. Mm -hmm. Um, He got married earlier this year, and part of his bachelor party included a trip to Palm Springs for some golf. Now, after a day of 18 holes of golf, we were ready to tie one off, man. So we went out to this place called the Eagle's Nest. Okay. And the Eagle's Nest is... Not something that you would be actively say like, yo, let's go here, let's go here. It's a cool bar. It's got a full bar, full menu, everything. It's it, They serve beer, spirits, wine, anything you want. What made this the coolest bar was because in a matter of a month, everyone there in that bar was somehow going to be associated with my friend Chewy at his wedding in a couple weeks. So I think just the ambiance of everyone there, we're all joining together, coming together to celebrate one guy on his, you know, final hurrah before yeah. he gets hitched, 
kind of made the whole thing. It was special in the sense that, yeah, they had their own drink menus. They had stuff that they specialize in. Like, this is their specialty drinks, whatever. But we were all there. We were having a good time. We were laughing. We were sharing stories. Like, that was just overall not necessarily a bar where, like, there's glamour. There's, like, names that are going to be there. It was just a place where you can go and hang out and have fun. And I did that there with my friends right before Chewy got married. So That's awesome. So it was a lot of fun. That's cool how people... Yeah. The people you're with yeah. kind of create. It's like growing up with your favorite diner. The diner may be crap, but it's a diner you grew up going to. And you love the taste. And, and it tastes it just, good. It's, again, the food. It's more than food. Yeah. Or it's more about drinks. It's, it's about it's more, it's, it's it's like the people you were with. Yeah, it's the people we were with. It's, it was the experience overall. The bartenders were ha- giving us high fives. I mean, they were giving it to Chewy, yeah. you know, just as much as we were. They were pouring us shots, of course. And, you know, we were ha- taking shots with the bartenders. So it was a lot of fun, man. And, and to tell you the truth, it was a place where I will go back to now because of what mm-hmm. the feeling I associate with it. Okay. So as, as a best bar for 2019, I'll say the Eagle's Nest in Palm Springs. Dope. That mescal's giving me burps, man. Oh, man, I saw your face, too, you know? <laughs> All right, mine is uh, two bars that we've mentioned. Again, I'm sorry, man. I got to do the I gotta do the runners-up. No, I get it. But uh, it's two bars that we mentioned in a previous episode, so I'll keep it nice and short. The the Rhythm Room will, I think, forever be my favorite bar that happens to be in downtown L.A. It's a bunker downstairs, you know, no signage. Kind of just have to know where it's at. Yeah. It's a random door on the side of a hotel. You yeah. walk downstairs, opens up to this beautiful open space great tile work that's you know known with downtown la great cocktails you know just great ambiance yeah yeah i get it yeah so yeah the rhythm room and again our homies the seven grand always looking it up nice oh man seven, seven grand, grand man you can't beat i that love as, seven grand it's another bro. great ambiance great people it's not a fancy bar, but also like you kind of you kind of owe it to the bar to not come and look yeah. like a schmuck, you yeah, know? Yeah, because that's a classy joint. Yeah, and, and it's but not, like not on purpose. Like it's not yeah. they're not going to check you at the door, but no. like you can't come in. It's not like that. But it's like a place where you feel you kind of have yeah. to. There's a different air in there. Yeah, where you're like, all right, this place means a little bit more than just you know the dump next next yeah. door to it. Yeah. But but no the no, truth but there's is, no dump next No, there is there's no dump next door. Yeah, no, an example I'm saying. But 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 I, what I want to say is like when you walk in you can see the attention to detail and craftsmanship mm-hmm. that went into making that place. Yeah. Because that uh, who knows if how long it's been around, but what's in there now as far as bar and cabinets and seating areas and stuff like that and tables, what's in there now? You could tell. You know, when you look at it, there was a lot of work put into that. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that was Best Bars. Yeah, dude. Uh, let's tap Can into I throw in a, Yes, so, uh, please. Let me do a, a honorable mention for that yes. one. Okay. Yes. So earlier this year, my brother passed the bar exam, so he's now a lawyer. And to celebrate, him and a bunch of his law school friends went to Las Pedlas in downtown. I was uh, fortunate enough to be among them to go and hang out and party with them for that. And I'm glad I did because I was able to give him a ride home, which he very much needed. <laughs> but I will forever now associate Las Pedlas. It's actually a mezcal bar. What are we drinking here? Mezcal. Let's go. A mezcal bar. Right? It's right across the street from the, from the oh, first yeah. step place. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been to Las Pedlas, yeah. I will say Las Pedlas, my honorable mention for best bar of 2019. Nice. For sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're moving on to our homes. Best meal you made yourself. Best meal, yeah, I like this. I like this one. I like this one for for a couple reasons. If you'll allow me to go first, please. So, the best meal I made for 2019. Please don't mention your condiment sandwich. <laughs> That's <laughs> my honorable mention. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it, uh, keep it classy here. I'm gonna go with <laughs> the tri tip I made for Thanksgiving. Ah, uh, yes, I remember the pictures. Yes, man. Be- for a few reasons, you know, not only did I make it at home, so I took a little bit more pride in making it, I also knew I was going to be sharing it with my family. And my family helped me make it. My brother helped me with the garlic, and we were. It was, a, it was a group effort, you know? And I was able to share it with not just, you know, my parents, my brother, my brother-in-law, my sister, but everyone who came over. And then my sister took a bunch of leftovers, so I'm happy that it didn't go to waste. I'm sure her her kids ate a bunch of it without knowing who made it. It doesn't matter. I'm just glad it got eaten. I'm glad it was appreciated. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I got the help to make it. And it was cool. It was just one of those where it was a perfect environment. It, I, I tell you, we were sitting around getting drunk while I mm-hmm. was doing it. So it worked out great. It worked out good. And, and my favorite meal I made, my best meal I made for 
2019 was the tri-tip I made for Thanksgiving. Nice. Uh, for me, um, I've probably made a ton of really good meals. Humble. I'm trying to be humble. Uh, <laughs> humble but, but this year, I kind of, I don't know if it was on purpose, but you know, once I realized I was doing it, I kind of made it purposeful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I try to recreate a lot of my junk food staples, like mix, like taco shop staples, diner staples. Yeah. Uh, so that was making things like obviously burgers like that, uh, but also like a homemade California burrito, oh, homemade like carne asada nachos. So I remember making a a damn damn decent California burrito. <laughs> uh, there we go. But yeah, the man grilled grilled carne asada and took that inside, air fried some French fries. There you go. Um, these huge uh, flour tortillas that we bought at. Uh, a Latino grocery store, nice. you know, the ones that aren't cooked yet. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we definitely did it ourselves with, like, really good ingredients. So, yeah, as a whole, my whole, like, recreation of diner staples. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the California burrito. And being that I was heavily involved in tamales this year, it would, dude, I have to mention tamales, mention, man. Yeah, so, of course, back. tamales. Tamales, I, I got to <laughs> tell you, man, that was a bigger experience than you think, you know? Like, yeah, yeah I wouldn't, don't blame me for bringing that up yeah. again. No, not at all. Not especially after the whole session you guys just had to make yeah. them. Yeah, 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 for sure. So is that it for uh, best homemade meal? Yeah, that's it. That's all it. right, what do we got next on next the Next is uh, the best beer. Your list can go on forever, I know. Ah, dude, I can do a top 10 just on beer, dude. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. Uh, look, man, I had a, a real dilemma here to choose from because the ones we shared for Christmas, the ones we shared for Thanksgiving, oh, my God. But I will be honest with you, man, the one I'm taking away from this was the one I talked about probably the most and the one I thought you would appreciate the most, even though you didn't have it. But I'm going to do whatever I can to get more of this. And we talked about it in a previous uh, podcast. It's the South African King's Block IPA. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was an IPA that surprised me. And I love IPAs. And I was expecting a regular IPA taste, but this hit more like a lager. And I was surprised at the amount of flavor that it could pack. I, I wasn't worried about the strength. And I wasn't worried about, you know, how it's going to hit me. What I was worried about is what it was going to taste like. And when I tasted it fully, like when I appreciated the gulps I was swallowing, I was amazed at how much flavor came out of that IPA, being that it was an IPA. Yeah. But small I get it. Ba- it small it's, batches. It's, it's a small batch. And like I said, uh, we talked about this in the previous mm-hmm. episode. Some of the stuff that the South African government kind of regulates down there maybe doesn't let them make it as strong or as powerful as we would want it or expect it to be. But aside from that, it was the one that surprised me the most. It was the one I wish I had more of. It was the one I wish I could share with you. So that's, for me... The best beer I had of 2019 was a South African brewery, King's Block IPA. Okay. I'm going to take it back to OC Brewhaha. Oh, that's a good uh, one. Brooklyn Brewery oh, had man. that uh, mega purple. Now, I, th- I think, I think. You're bringing back the, memories, the dude, dude. The dude serving was like, yeah, this is the only chance you West Coasters are going to have at trying this. Yeah, like, this isn't something true. that travels. This isn't something that's offered at bars. No, not even at the BevMo or the right, uh, Total yeah. Wine. Like, once that keg was tapped, that's it, West Coast. Like, we that, sta- that's and that's why we stayed there so yeah. long. So, yeah. yeah, Mega Purple, it's a it fermented in a, a Sauvignon Blanc barrel, um, or sorry, aged in, in that barrel. Go. Okay. With uh, bread sour and concentrated grapes, it's a deep purple color. Oh yeah, it looks like juice. It did. It's, um, yeah. It was full of flavor, dude. Great flavor. It was, and it had a sour taste to it. Mm-hmm. And it's I not, get it's it. Not it's not a sour, sour. It's not a sour. Like for me, if it was a true sour, I would have spit it out, dude. But I but, couldn't because it, it wasn't a true but sour. But it, it was like even if it was a yeah. sour, you enjoyed it. Don't, I don't did. Just no, no, no. I'm not taking any, not taking anything away from it because I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed it. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I think half the beer I drank at the OC Brujaha was Brooklyn beer. Oh yeah. And it was either the lager they had out there or it was the, the Mega Purple. And I would have been happy drinking just those two the whole time. I'm looking for the it's a fruit lambic. Is that the one we had? Yeah, it, that's like so. That's it. It's uh, the yeah. mega purple. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, look, the guy said it best. He was pouring. He was like, "This isn't something that <laughs> is gonna be out here too much. So just once this is it, this is it." Yo, best part about that day was that Ali got that rubber mat. 
Oh yeah, I still have that. Oh, dude, that's that thing on, is so that's cool. That's on my little like my quote unquote bar little <laughs> yeah, area at my house. That's awesome. That was probably the best <laughs> thing that came out of that thing. That was awesome, dude. And uh, of course, I, I can't just choose one. Um, I three weavers fest beer, which is it. It was their was their uh, Oktoberfest yeah, offering. I remember that. And do talk about a crushable beer, dude. So good, yeah. so full of flavor it's, and light. Super light, yeah, super totally. Light. Like you, you just want to drink it out of a three liter boot. Look, I'm giving all <laughs> kinds of credit to the Brooklyn Purple, yeah. But my honorable mention will be the the Three Weavers ESB. Oh, the ESB is my ESB. favorite beer. That's my beers. honorable mention right there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, the forum for serving oh, it regularly. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Three Weavers, thank for you, my yeah. growler uh, for making the me ESB feel my is my favorite beer, man. If I had to name one beer, is my favorite. The Three Weavers ESB, for sure. That's not a bad beer at all. And so, which leads me to my favorite brewery, and I don't really have to talk too much about it, but Three Weavers still. Three uh, Weavers Three is Weavers a damn good still beer. my favorite brewery. It's damn good my brewery. Hometown. Look, we spent the summer with it, over mm-hmm. at the OC Brouhaha with it. It's in your hometown. In my hometown. It's Lynn Weavers, great people. Yeah. There's her staff, great people. Awesome folks um, down there doing, doing yeah. the Lord's work, pouring yeah. beers for sure. No, <laughs> Look, the forum sells it, which is a godsend because we're yeah. there quite a bit. I'm just surprised that it's that one. It, but it's just good. It's, it's good. It's a damn good beer. Yeah, look, I, I was that the one I filled the growler with and brought it? No, that's the one that I filled the growler with and took to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was so good. Look, everyone there loved it. It's a good <laughs> beer. Shout out to Three Weavers, man. All right, so my... Uh, are you good with that? Oh, that's that's my best. That's, All right, there cool. ain't no runner-up for that. Three Weavers, <laughs> hands down. So my best brewery, again, has to do with uh, environment and the people that I'm with and everything like that. So earlier uh, in the fall, me and my parents took a trip out to Santa Barbara to visit my sister. And that's where my sister Jasmine and Kevin live. Mm-hmm. So we went up there to visit their place and hang out and have fun, and it was cool. And Institutional, they have a huge restaurant there. It's not just a, a, a brewery or a bar or whatever, but they have a big space. They do a lot there. It was because, you know, my parents were there and because uh, my sister and my brother-in-law were there that I choose Institution Ale Company as my favorite brewery of 2019 because when we walked in, it was cool. They had games on that we were watching. They had food that we could order. Everyone tried some beers. We all loved it. That's a big go-to right now for my brother-in-law. You know, for the most part, it was one of the best ones I went to just because... Yeah, the environment, the atmosphere, and and my family was with me. Yeah. So, what kind of what kind of offerings were they? What were they have? Uh, I mean, we ate uh, the pretzels. I no, remember that beer, stood out. Oh, ah oh, man, you're asking me to remember some names. I, no, I, I don't remember the beer, but were they heavy on the IPAs? Did they? Well, they got a, a long list of everything. Okay. Dude. I think uh, if I remember correctly, because I know Kevin's brought some stuff over before in Growlers from institutions so i don't remember the names too much i don't even remember what they were but just being there at that time at that place that's what makes it my favorite brewery for 2019 nice i know for a fact i've had institution ales Mm -hmm. i've had they've probably been to some of the beer festivals we went to okay i can't think of a name off the top of my head right now but i'll tell you what how about next time we record i'll bring some institution in that's fine. All right, cool. Which we'll leads that. me to my our next <laughs> our next thing. Well, that's that's off. That's our recap. Yeah, of that's the year. our list, right? Okay, we're good. Um, so what are to what to look forward to for this next year, man? We're starting off the year. Yeah, I know you just said you're gonna bring a growler in as long as it's not in the month of January, my friend, because January All for right. me and you just agreed. I, you just uh, just I know agreed I did. Right I did. The show. Yeah, I did. One hundred percent. I'm not gonna back a, down. I'm doing a dry January, man, and I'm talking sober, sober. I'm talking no beer, no wine, no. Spirits, no weed, nothing, man. Oh, I'm man. going sober. I'm going sober for all the right. month of January. Um, I just, I want a fresh restart, man. I want to know that I can do this. I want. There's so many wants. I want to. What if my life? Not that my life sucks, but what? <laughs> what <laughs> not. It doesn't suck at all. I have nothing to complain about. I li- I'm, ha- I'm happy. All right. But what if giving this up opens up a new path for me yeah, where okay. my life can be better? I just. I want to see it. I, I've lived my last, you know, however many years with it. I want to see how it goes without it. So I'm giving this month a trial run. Okay. My my AOL free trial. Um, <laughs> this is the the yeah, man, let's thirty how, days. Let's, let's 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 see how it goes, man. I just I'm curious. You know, obviously I'm curious to myself. Hopefully without the beer, my pants goes down a little bit, right? We can. Yeah, look, this is um, going to be one of the benefits, right? So yeah, man, it, uh, it's an experiment. 
really for me. And right. I'm glad that you just ag- blindly agreed to join me on this ride. Well, <laughs> let me, no, it's not blind at all. You didn't know there was a weed there. No, 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 I'm not even worried about any of that. Here's why I did it too, because the last couple months, I'll be honest with you, man, I've indulged quite a bit. Oh, so fuck. much so that before we brought this up today, I was talking with Lewis about this, as a matter of fact, yesterday, because leading up to this with Thanksgiving and Christmas and the holidays, we had eaten so much, so much. And we're eating quantities and like <laughs> sizes, amounts of stuff that surprised us. <laughs> Dude, we surprised ourselves at how much we can put down. And I, I we had had Carl's Jr. Sunday night. We were driving back home. I was the first one to get dropped off. And I was thinking to myself, like, man, I really just ate that much right now. <laughs> I just ate. I could not believe that. that I that's a pride. That yeah. That pride instantly yeah. turns into disappointment. I was just like, wow. Like, wow I, I, went from, I went from, yeah, I can do that much <laughs> to, damn, I can Why do that much. Why did I do that much? <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday, so as a matter of fact, yesterday, we were hanging out and we were bringing up options of what we can do for dinner. And we started <laughs> talking about things and I told them straight up, I was like, Hey, man, I haven't been very happy with some of the amount of stuff I've eaten. My ankles are swollen. <laughs> I have gout in my fingers. And he was like, he said, I'm so happy you said that because I feel the same way. <laughs> so yesterday we were just like, man, like, let's let's make a conscious effort. Like, and I told him, do that. In this new year, man, like, I'm going to take it down a notch. I don't I don't want to drink as much because we've been putting them away. Mm-hmm. I told him I don't want to eat as much because we've been putting that away. And I told them, like, I was just like, man, I'm ready for, like, just something, a change, something new, you okay. know? And so today when you brought up dry, I was like, that sounds great. Like, a cutoff from, like, all the vices and all the things that we looked forward to so much. It got to a point where, like, I just kind of expected it. Yeah. And kind of expected the happiness to follow with it. And now that happiness wasn't there anymore, so I know what I got to do. I just got to cut that off a little bit mm-hmm. to be like, all right. I got no problem, you know, just just letting it go away yeah. for a little bit. So, for me, it wasn't something I blindly agreed to. It was something that All I right. had thought of the past couple of days too. Okay. So for me, you know, giving up some alcohol doesn't bother me. Giving up smoking doesn't bother me. I think even giving up serving three different portions for me to eat in one sitting isn't going to bother me either. What I will say off the top right here that I am going to miss is the food more than anything. Okay. Sitting down to a delicious meal and then knowing that like a couple hours later I could have another delicious meal. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna miss. Okay. I'm not gonna have Dude, yeah. I'm not gonna do bang bangs for <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> yeah, like, to oh, say that should have been one of our lists or your favorite bang bang of the year. <laughs> <laughs> to say this is gonna be easy, uh, it's no, it's no, not. No. It's not gonna be easy. It's man. a challenge. It's gonna be it's, a, yeah, it's definitely sure, a challenge. Sure. I'm looking I, forward to it. I have, you know, I have a good friend's birthday this month. I have a, a trip to Big Bear planned for this month. So I'm I'm definitely testing my will here man for me i think even when i go to a bar my biggest and it's weird my biggest issue is not having a drink in my hand and i don't think that's healthy but i think you know a club soda having something as long as i have something in my hand i think i think i'll be okay man because a lot of it is i like going out and hanging out with my friends and it just so happens that when we go out we hit up bars or we drink so I don't want to not hang out with my friends. I still want to yeah. be able to go out. I still want to go to, you know, if we're meeting at a bar, yeah. like I should be able to go to a bar and not have a drink. Yeah. So, yeah, man, again, this is the test of will. This is a test. This is a health thing. This is so many, so many things. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be hard. It's going to be fun. It's going to be, oh, you yeah. know. I, I look forward to all of those emotions <laughs> because we're going to yeah. experience them all, yeah. you know. And I'm sure I'm I'm going to be grumpy. For a minute? That's part of it. Yeah. I mean, look, what, it, 10 days for your body to adjust to yeah. something, you know? I mean, yeah, I will be the first to say the first two weeks will probably be the hardest. Yeah, I think so. I don't doubt it. I know I'm going to get tested. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so that's our January. As far as the long-term thing, I know we were talking about, you know, earlier or, you know, last month, LA Times put out their their 101 best restaurants yeah and uh we kind of made a commitment to ourselves to try at least at least what 20 was it 20 20 of them yeah i think we we were gonna try to make an effort to do at least one or two a month it was was something that was i said yeah you know there's some staples obviously you know they're 
LA Times is, in my opinion, a very the probably the most reputable source. There are a lot of people that that I admire in that department. They're doing a lot of great work over there. Um, so sure. yeah, man, I, I their words mean a lot. And so yeah, I want to try to hit up. You know, we are going to try to hit up at least twenty. And again, like these are LA institutions. I feel like if we want to be any kind of reputable source of yeah. food information here in Los Angeles, man, we have to hit up these restaurants. We need to. So we feel it's a kind of a duty to, even if we have one listener out there, man, it's our duty to you guys to, to report this stuff. So yeah, man, that's yeah. The, our, look, the future our, our look on 2020. Yeah, the future holds a lot of things, and one of them is definitely going to be that list of restaurants, trying to get to as many as we can. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be a good, not just a good challenge, but also something that, you know, once we're able to get a few of these under our belt, maybe our our word starts to carry some weight. Yeah, yeah. And that's hopefully all that we can offer you is just a good take on a restaurant. Yeah, and L.A., right? Yeah, I mean, it's, in L.A. It's I mean, an it's, L.A. thing. It's where we're at. It's home. It's where we want to be. It's where some of the best restaurants in the world are now. Mm-hmm. So let's take advantage of it. Word. So yeah. with that said, I, I know it's New Year's Eve here. We, we'll probably get this up after the New Year. but Be sure to follow us on uh, Instagram. On Instagram. At the Food and Beverage Department. The Food and Beverage Department. Yes. That's because that's, that's the name of this podcast. It's abbreviated DBPT. <laughs> Look us up. Um I am Hungry Harris LA on Instagram and Twitter. My handles are at Old Man Ruben with some underscores in there for spaces. Cool, man. So dry January. Dry January. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, you'll probably be listening to this after the New Year. So happy New Year from happy the past. New Year, yes. From we, the past, from man. The past. Cheers, guys. Cheers, everyone.